On Thursday, shortly before Donald Trump turned himself into the Fulton County Jail, Jim Jordan, Republican chairman of the House Judiciary Committee, sent a letter to Fulton County District Attorney Fonnie Willis, letting her know that he wants every document, every piece of information that she has regarding the investigation and the forthcoming prosecution of Donald Trump and the 18 other co-defendants. Let me rephrase that a bit. Jim Jordan, powerful Republican, chair of the House Judiciary Committee, made it very clear that he is interfering with the prosecution, a state level prosecution of the former president of the United States because he got his feelings hurt and that's that. Obviously, this is not the first time that Jim Jordan has made such a ridiculous request. He did the same thing with Alvin Bragg up in New York. When Bragg announced that he was going to be indicting Donald Trump, Jim Jordan said, oh, hell no, not on my watch. Let me go ahead and issue you a letter. Give me all your materials. But this one with Georgia is particularly disturbing. Let me read you what Jim Jordan put in his letter. The timing of this prosecution reinforces concerns about your motivation. You did not bring charges until two and a half years later at a time when the campaign for the Republican presidential nomination is in full swing. Moreover, you have requested that the trial in this matter begin on March 4th, 2024, the day before Super Tuesday at eight days before the Georgia presidential primary. I imagine he's writing that with tears in his eyes. Listen, dumbass. The reason she didn't just immediately file charges against Donald Trump on January 7th, 2021 is because that's not how investigations work. You have to have an investigation. You have to talk to witnesses. You have to gather evidence. And Jim, I don't know if you've been paying attention to what's been happening in Georgia for the last two years. Uh, she had the special grand jury. And while she had the special grand jury impaneled, what happened, Jim? All your little Republican buddies kept objecting to all of her subpoenas, all of her requests. So that had to work its way through the court system and it took forever. And then the judges had to decide, and then that was appealed. And then those judges had to make a decision. So had it not been for your party, members of your party trying to delay, 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 we probably would have had these indictments earlier this year. Hell, we could already be finished with the trial by this point had it not been for your people. So don't sit there and act like, why did it take you so long to do this? Because she was thorough. She, she had to do everything she had to do, and she did it all by the book. Further down in his letter, Jim Jordan also makes the accusation that maybe, now he has no evidence to back it up, but what if, he says, what if Fonnie Willis was somehow communicating with Jack Smith, the special prosecutor. <gasps> well, first and foremost, um, there's no evidence to suggest that Fawny Willis has made it clear. She's had no communications with Jack Smith, but let's assume for a second that she did. Okay. So what, what, what's the problem with that? Like, that's the thing. You make this accusation in your letter. You're like, she may have been talking to him, but you don't exactly explain like why that's not allowed, right? One prosecutor to another, you're both investigating the same guy. Communication between the two investigations would actually be very common. I'm kind of shocked it didn't happen. 
right? I mean, you're going after him. I'm going after him. Do, do, do we have any evidence that we need to, you know, share with each other? Cause that's a thing that can happen by the way. So why would it be a bad thing? It wouldn't. Jim Jordan's got nothing, but Jim Jordan is actively trying to interfere in this investigation to save Donald Trump's behind and the behinds of those 18 other people, which Jim Jordan probably doesn't care too much about mainly the Trump thing. But Jim Jordan has abused his power since he got that gavel earlier this year. The letters that he is sending to these prosecutors are an attempt to intimidate them to get them to back off the prosecutions. And therefore I argue that the, that the department of justice itself should open an inquiry into Jim Jordan for obstruction of justice, because that is exactly what these letters are. You are trying to upend state level prosecutions, which you have no authority over. This is not part of your regular job as a member of Congress. Therefore, obstruction of justice charges should be filed against Jim Jordan. Well, folks, one of Donald Trump's co-defendants, his former lawyer, Kenneth Chesbro had filed a motion last week telling the court system that, Hey, I would like a speedy trial. I don't want to drag this thing out. Let's just get this over with. Right. So give me a speedy trial. Fonnie Willis, the Fulton County district attorney in charge of the trial said, all right, tough guy. How about October 23rd? Is that, that soon enough for you? Right. Two months down the road. You ready for that? How speedy is that? And then the judge overseeing the case said, you know what? do it. The judge granted the motion for Kenneth Chesbro's trial to start on October 23rd. Be careful what you wish for because you just might get it. Now, while all of this was taking place and Chesbro kind of bit off a little more than he could chew, Fonnie Willis called his bluff and won. Donald Trump's lawyers looked at this and said, Oh hell no. They started to panic. Trump panicked. They said, oh my God, October 23rd of this year, no way. So they immediately file a motion in court begging the judge, like, can you please not do this? Like, no, 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 we do not want a speedy trial. We want to drag this thing out as long as possible. And so the judge did decide, of course, that, all right, Mr. Chesbro, you're going to come into my court. We're going to start your trial October 23rd. They set the other dates, you know, September 20th, the two sides have to finish sharing all their evidence and information. Um, but it's only going to be Chesbro. They are not going to bring in the other 18 co-defendants, which includes Donald Trump. So Donald Trump doesn't have to worry about his trial just yet. But every single one of those co-defendants, including Trump himself, are going to be watching this trial from start to finish. Every single detail is going to be scrutinized. And here's why. Chesbro, of course, is being prosecuted. One of the charges against him is the overarching RICO charge. Same with everybody else. If they pop him on that RICO charge, that is doom for everybody else. Cause that's the point of Rico, right? You get one, you get all of them. So if he is found guilty of that Rico charge, suddenly everybody else, like the scales of justice just tipped and not in your favor after the one conviction that will happen this year or the conviction won't happen, right? It depends on what the jury says. 
But having this first trial go forward in just, you know, actually at this point, less than two months from now. Yeah, that's going to set the tone. That's going to set the stage. If Chesbro is convicted, if he's convicted of everything, everybody else is screwed. I mean, most likely, obviously we can't determine the outcome of the trial before it happens, but every other jury, every other case that comes after that, they're going to look at the initial prosecutions. They're going to look at the initial conviction and they're going to say, yes, if he did it under Rico, then they all did it under Rico. So that is why Donald Trump is panicking. It's not just that he didn't want to go to trial on October 23rd. He didn't want anybody to go to trial this early. But let me tell you another important thing about this. If there is a conviction of Chesbro on any of the charges, we're going to see some of those 18 other co-defendants immediately uh, start trying to flip because they're going to know that the writing is on the wall. They can't fight these charges. If Chesbro can't do it, we can't do it. So everything hinges on what is going to happen in this trial that starts on October 23rd. Chesbro wanted it. He got it. Trump's panicked. I'm sure the other co-defendants are also panicked because whatever happens in that trial is going to be a pretty good indicator on what's going to happen in all of the other trials. Thanks for listening to today's Fair and Balanced Daily. Stay up to date with all of our content by finding us on YouTube at youtube.com slash fairandbalanced and follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at fairandbalanced.